Dawn was more than three hours away. Under cover of darkness, a sheet of thin gray clouds had crept over the city, bringing with it a steady, drizzling rain. A rat with water drops glistening on its fur like crystal pearls stood on the curb at the deserted corner of Canal and Rampart as though waiting for the light to change. Behind it, water gurgled down a copper drain pipe on the side of the Maison Blanche building and spread over the sidewalk. Overhead, in a gray metal box, traffic light relays clicked and tripped as busily as they had at rush hour. In numbers surrounded by a hazy, wet halo, the illuminated marquee on the first American bank alternately gave the time and temperature to no one. Abruptly, the rat turned and scuttled into the shadows. Seconds later, a silent ambulance sped by, its lights turning. Across the Mississippi, in an antique bed equipped with extra slats to support his great bulk, Andy Broussard, chief medical examiner for Orleans Parish, sucked in air and blew it out in rhythmic contentment. Broussard was traveling. He was between his own sheets, but he was also in Brussels, seated at a long table covered with an immaculate white tablecloth. Spread before him were all his favorites, tiny whole lamb's tongues and a gossamer herb sauce, a mousse of Ardennes ham served in china thimbles with little spoons, sea urchins stuffed with mussels, scallops, and roe, slim trout fillets steamed in cream and arranged around a delicate spinach custard. He reached out with his fork for a small piece of calves' brains dusted with flour, and everything disappeared in the jangle of his telephone. His small hand emerged from the bedclothes and groped over the nightstand. Broussard, he muttered into the receiver. He listened quietly as the voice on the other end dispassionately recited the address where he was needed. On my way, he said, hanging up. He threw his legs over the edge of the bed and stood up in one continuous motion. Noticing the rain on his bedroom window, he grunted unhappily and padded into the bathroom where he combed his unruly gray hair with his fingers and sent his toothbrush on a quick trip over his small, even teeth. Back in the bedroom, he cycled by the glass bowl of lemon drops on his dresser and popped one into each cheek. The closets of most fat men contain two sets of clothes, one for the size the owners are, the other for the size they used to be or wish they were. The clothes in Broussard's closet all fit him perfectly. Not wanting the lifeless victim that awaited him to lie in the rain a second more than was necessary, he omitted his usual bow tie while dressing. After putting on his yellow rain slicker and grabbing his bag, he went out through the kitchen to his gymnasium-like garage and turned on the lights, setting the timer for five minutes. Stretching before him was a row of mint-conditioned 1957 T-Birds, each of the six a different color, all with the original paint. From the moment he saw that it was raining, he knew he would be taking the red one, because it was the only one that was already dirty. Princess, his Abyssinian cat, was asleep in her basket by the door. She had a little food left in her bowl, but not enough to last the day if he should get tied up and not make it back until evening. As he added to her food from the bag nearby, her whiskers twitched, but she didn't open her eyes. Never a simple matter to get behind the wheel of such a small car, the extra fabric of even a rain slicker made the chore more difficult than usual. Nevertheless, he was out of the garage a full two minutes before the lights went out.